the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A marathon session is underway with the House Judiciary Committee ahead of voting on articles of impeachment against President Trump. A historic step as the deeply partisan panel prepares to send the charges to the full House. Chairman Gerald Nadler immediately asked for a full reading of the nine-page resolution airing the two articles of, against the president introduced by Democrats. House Judiciary Committee Ranking Member Doug Collins says the concerns of the panel's Republican members have fallen on deaf ears with committee Democrats. I could talk to him blue in the face, but nobody on the majority cares. But the spot that is left by what has just happened will resonate over the years. It will resonate over the years in the sense that there is no fact that we can come to. They had no desire to hear any fact witnesses outside of their own train-driven clock calendar impeachment. At the center of the impeachment push is President Trump's July phone call with the leader of Ukraine. Also at townhall.com, British voters are deciding who should resolve the wrangling over Brexit in an election seen as one of the most important since the end of World War II. Voter Mike Ritter says it's likely Prime Minister Boris Johnson's party will win. I suspect, although not necessarily my uh, preference, that it will be a Tory majority. Um, but it will be interesting to see how much the Liberals pick up uh, in terms of particularly in London for Brexit or not Brexit um, and see how it goes. But voter David Lamack says he does not want the Conservatives to remain in power. Well, I'm hoping for a left-wing Labour government and uh, no more Boris if we can possibly deal with it. The main opposition Labour Party, which is led by Jeremy Corbyn, has promised another referendum on Brexit. Stocks are higher after investors jumped on a statement from the president that the U.S. is getting close to a deal with China. The Dow ahead 130 points, the Nasdaq up 25. More of these stories at townhall.com. couldn't sleep at night. All I could think about was my credit card debt. I knew I couldn't get a loan, so the thought of owning a home or a new car seems totally out of the question. I was afraid to answer the phone, and I dreaded the mail. It just felt like my credit card debt was this deep pool, and I was just drowning in it. This might be you right now, and you should know you're not alone. There is hope. Right now, certified counselors at Trinity Debt Management are standing by and ready to help you, not judge you. One call to 1-800-990-6976 and you'll find hope to live your life out from under the weight of credit card debt. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges. Reduce your interest and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. We're Freedom 1570, online at freedom1570.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle. How would you like the mortgage or rent paid for all of next year? You can do that. You can enter once a day, every day, up until December 20th. Just go to freedom1570.com for details. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle brought to you by Tom Matani of New American Funding. Scattered snow showers today will taper off otherwise cloudy skies in a high around 21. We'll put a little romance back into your Christmas with a gift from Wixen Jewelers in Bloomington. Hey there, Twin Cities. This is Amanda and Rob from Eye on the Target Radio. Join us every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 for your home for everything Second Amendment on Eye on the Target Radio. Yeah, I can trust you to at least know the name of our show. (laughs) Yeah, some of that is a little bit tricky. We are here on Freedom 1570. Tune in. Live every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 on Freedom 1570. Ringing liberty and truth. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! 
Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a uh-huh. million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we are prepared to uh, inspire you, to educate you, uh, and to give you something, some piece of knowledge uh, that is going to help you do better today than you were yesterday, better tomorrow than today. Because uh, listeners of the show... True leaders, they truly always understand this one thing, the sign of a leader is being under construction. I mean, I'm sure all of us, I know I would, I'm sure uh, Judge Kavanaugh, I'm sure uh, Donald Trump, I'm sure Jerry Nadler, I'm sure uh, Nancy Pelosi can all say, there's some things I've done in the past that I'm not proud of. And man, if I wish I could go back and, and fix it, I can't, neither can you. But one thing we all can do, We can all draw that proverbial line in the sand and say, up until now, Uh, up until now. And so today, we're going to actually talk about uh, one of my favorite words, uh, mythoclast. And matter of fact, that is the word of the day. Remember, starting yesterday, we started, uh, we're going to have a word of the day. Uh, Two reasons. Uh, Number one, because we want to uh, have one of the highly educated audiences, people that, that know what they know, people that know how to use words. Remember yesterday's show, if you listened, and if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, then go to likeitmattersradio.com and listen. And come on, give yourself 48 minutes to work on your mind. But yesterday, uh, I told you that uh, we're going uh, to have this word of the day. Uh, two reasons. Number one uh, is because I want to make sure that we understand words. Why? Because words are the building blocks for communication. And yet a lot of people are throwing words around us that, that they don't understand. That's why uh, uh, we'd run a clip last week uh, uh, with, from In Living Color uh, where we got the guy behind the jail and just spit out all these words that rhyme. Uh, they're not making any sense at all. But it sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Uh, say that guy could run for Congress, right? Because <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. But it sure sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Right on. And so I want you. I want you to get this understanding. Words are building blocks of communication. I think we established that yesterday. But let me explain to you what are building blocks of experience. Because each one of us have this experience called life. And the building blocks of experience are beliefs. Structurally, it is our beliefs that are a house of cards. It is the cards, our beliefs are the cards that we, quote, build our house of cards on. You know, I, I don't remember who it was. It gets credited to a missionary, but I don't think it was true. Uh, it says, uh, set yourself on fire with enthusiasm, and people come from miles to watch you burn. Boy, some people believe so much in something that they give their life for it. Now, that's a belief. And beliefs are the foundation for everything we do or do not do. And yet, unfortunately, most people don't know what they believe. And so today, I'm going to talk about mythoclast. That is actually our word of the day as well. And the second reason why we gave you a word of the day is because we want to promote uh, our new upcoming book. And I was a participant in this book. I didn't write the whole book. Uh, it's called Wow Factor, Word of the Week. You know, and we go through the basics of words. Uh, and words are so important because they are the foundation. 
Uh, and we're going to expand that today because our belief system uh, are part of what helps create the, the, the words in our head. You know, to think is nothing more than to talk to yourself. You've got to get this. Thinking is nothing more than self-talk. And what we tell ourselves over and over and over, we believe. So you got to see how the, the conjunction there, how the connection there between words and our BS. You've got to get this. Because they feed each other. They feed each other. And so I want you to get this. Uh, just because you believe something doesn't make it true. However, it will affect how you see things. It will affect uh, other things that you do. Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. Uh, and that's why I've been through training all my life. I live for training. I love to be trained. I believe if you don't train them, don't blame them. But I've never really been to a training that deals with the structure of one's beliefs. And so today I really want to go into this word mythoclass, and I have yet to define it for you. It is a destroyer, a debunker of myths. And there's a lot of things out there that we take as truth that are not true, that are just bold-faced lies. That's one of the reasons why I teach something called emotional intelligence. You know, emotional intelligence uh, is the emotional use of intelligence. A and yet... Some people think that emotions are negative things. Emotions are a bad thing, you know, that uh, uh, a, mo a, a strong man doesn't have emotion or a, a good leader doesn't have emotion. That's not true. Matter of fact, you need to understand what emotions are. Emotions are movers. Uh, if you think of the word emote, it's to move something. You move something. And the right emotion at the right time could stir people up. Remember, anger and hatred are, are emotions, uh, and we live in a political world that knows that if you get angry enough, you'll vote. You'll stand in line for hours. You'll do all this. Uh, I, I mean, so you got to understand the power of emotions. See, emotions are inherently neither positive nor negative. Rather, they serve as the single most powerful source of human energy, authenticity, and drive, and offer us a wellspring of intuitive wisdom. You've got to understand the information that emotions bring. In fact, emotions provide us with vital, potentially profitable information every minute of the day. Now, you've got to get where this feedback's coming from. It's coming from the heart and not the head. And this feedback is what ignites creative genius. It keeps you honest with yourself. It shapes trusting relationships, provides an inner compass for your life and career. It actually guides you to unexpected possibilities. However, the lie out there, what some people call the truth, uh, is that uh, emotions are intrusions into our lives. That's what we call conventional thinking. If you don't know what conventional thinking is, uh, it is what the world chooses to believe. And the world, most of it, believes that emotions are intrusions into our lives. They are not. They are intelligent. They are sensitive. They're beneficial. They're even wise. They are the primary source. Do you hear that? The primary source of motivation, uh, information, personal power, innovation, influence. And I must suggest that in most cases, emotions are not at odds with good judgment and reasoning. I want to suggest that they inspire, they enliven good judgment and reasoning, and are linked to success and profitability. Matter of fact, I believe everything important that happens to us arouses emotions. I mean, if you look back at your experiential aquarium and you think of all those things that you say that are important to you in your life, I'm going to tell you, you're going to have an emotion tied to it. I mean, what's going on right now with this farce the, uh, uh, in politics this, where they're going to destroy Donald Trump? Those are real emotions. Those come from true beliefs. They really have talked themselves into believing that he's going to destroy the country. That uh, I heard this thing. Uh, we'll we'll bring up the clip after this in the second break. But where Nadler says we got to act now. We got to act now because he's going to steal another election. What? Do you hear how people program steal another election? What are you talking about? Did you not read the IG report? Did you not hear that Hillary Clinton was the one that was doing all this stuff? It's just silly. And so these people really believe. See, emotions come from the heart. Scientists can measure the heart's energy from five feet away. It activates our deepest values. It radiates. It knows things our mind does not, cannot know. And I must suggest that the heart is the place of courage, spirit, integrity, commitment, compassion, empathy, understanding, caring, and most of the other great leadership characteristics. It is a source of energy that calls us to learn, cooperate, lead, and serve. And that's why I teach emotional intelligence. 
It's the intelligent use of emotions, the emotional use of intelligence. It is the ultimate double helix. It is reasoning and emotion. It is the lion and the lamb. It is balance. It is the yin and the yang. And when both of those work together in synergy, you are a powerful, powerful leader. Whether you're talking about Mother Teresa, whether you're talking about Ronald Reagan, whether you talk about Barack Obama or Donald Trump, these people know, and the media will say, stir up their base. Yeah, we want to stir up people because it is that stirring up that makes people act. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today, we're playing the role of Mythoclast. Be right back. There you go. More negative waves. Have a little faith, baby. Have a little faith. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost, it is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Hi, Tom Matiny here with New American Funding. Are you thinking of refinancing due to historical low rates? Well, you're not alone. Many people have already done so. As a highly trusted local mortgage expert, for the past 20 years, you can believe me when I say current mortgage rates are at historical lows. In fact, a ton of homeowners have refinanced solely based on these low rates, saving thousands of dollars over the life of the loan. Call me today for a complimentary no-pressure mortgage analysis. I promise to make it simple and informative. Call 651-255-6506 or getalonewithtom.com. Again, that's 651 651- 255-6506 or getalonewithtom.com. Tom Matiny, NMLS number 283258, subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all applicants will qualify. Program and property exclusions apply. Other restrictions may apply. Broker Solutions, Inc., DBA, New American Funding, NMLS number 6606, equal opportunity lender. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then... They have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Amen. I still believe. And that is the question today. What is it that you believe? Uh, I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today we're donning the role of mythoclass. A mythoclass is a debunker uh, of myths, of, in other words, of people that, uh, that uh, attack things that are sold off as the truth but are not the truth. Uh, I'm not talking about the abominable snowman or the Yeti. Uh, there are still people out there looking for Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, right? We call those myths, right? But uh, let me tell you, there's a lot of other things out there that we call truth that are myths. 
Uh, and what I was kind of setting the stage for was uh, this thing about emotions, and emotions are weak. Uh, no, you got to know. You got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. You got to know what you're committed to. Uh, and that's why, uh, man, the structure of your beliefs is so critical. You will never move beyond what you believe in every single human being. This is an HR 101. Every single human being, uh, they don't respond to reality. What they respond to is their map of reality. They're not responding to what is truth. They're responding to what they believe to be true. You know? And you got to understand yourself. That's why some people believe in being an optimist. Some people believe in being a pessimist. Uh, I love the optimist creed, you know, by uh, Christian Larson. You know, believe. Believe that you're so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Uh, believe that you are health, happiness, prosperity to every person you meet. Uh, believe in a way that all friends feel like there's something in them. Believe in such a way that you look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. Uh, believe that uh, only of the best. You know, NASA had a three-point strategy. You know what the worst thing that can happen is and accept it. And then you focus on the best. So believe uh, uh, on the best, to work only for the best and expect only the best. To believe uh, that we are called to be enthusiastic about the success of others as we are about our own success. Uh, to believe that the mistakes of the past can be got forgotten and that we can press on to the greater achievements of the future. Uh, to believe that a, a cheerful continent, countenance at all times uh, really makes living creatures more positive, greet people with a smile, to believe uh, that we spend so much time on the improvement of ourselves that we have no time to criticize others, to believe that we are too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. That's why I teach emotional intelligence. I want to I attack that as a mythoclast. I want to attack the lie that emotions are weak, that emotions have no place in, in business, that emotions, that's not true at all. That's why emotional intelligence is the ability to sense, understand, and effectively apply the power and acumen of emotions as a source of human energy, information, connection, and influence. I'm going to tell you right now, anybody can be emotional. It's not enough to have feelings. Emotional intelligence requires that we learn to acknowledge and value these feelings in ourselves and others and, this is an important conjunction, and that we appropriately respond to them effectively applying this information and energy in our daily life, our daily work. Emotional intelligence emerges not from the musings of rarefied intellect. It emerges from the workings of the human heart. It is emotional intelligence that motivates us to pursue our unique potential, our unique purpose. It activates our innermost values and aspirations, transforming them from things we think about to what we live. One of my uh, uh, books uh, I loved over the years was The Fifth Discipline by Peter Senge, who at the time of writing the book was Director of Organizational Learning at MIT. And he said people with high levels of personal mastery cannot afford to choose between reason and intuition or the head and the heart any more than they would choose to walk on one leg or see with one eye. And so I, I confront this lie that we're getting these emotionally dead people and they think that's leadership. No, that's not leadership. That's a computer. That's a computer. Even uh, artificial intelligence now has emotions because that's really what separates from human beings. And so I want to be a mythoclast today. You know, I, I was um, listening the other day to some of this um, uh, impeachment. Uh, it's just I don't even know what to call it. It's such a farce. But if you didn't hear it before, uh, Nancy Pelosi was, was asked a, a simple question by James Rosen. He said, matter of fact, why don't you just play the clip about Nancy Pelosi and James Rosen? You hate the president, Madam Speaker? Because I don't, I don't Collins, hate anybody. Representative Collins, the reason I am. We don't hate anybody, not anybody in the world. So don't, don't you accuse me. I did not accuse you. You did, you did. I asked a question. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I have nothing to do with it. Let me just say this. I think it's an important I think the president is a coward when it comes to helping uh, our, our kids who are afraid of gun violence. I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with the, the helping our dreamers, that, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the, about the uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. 
This is about the elect. Take it up in the elect. This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the president's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that. Duly noted. See? Incredible. If you can change the words I think to I believe, you got to hear this. I think this. I think this. What she's saying is I believe. Now, I'm not one to question her beliefs. That's up between her and God. Only God knows the issues of the heart. Uh, you know. But, uh, I mean, just to, if Nancy Pelosi says I don't hate, and yet there's this lie out there. That if you believe in what the Bible says, and I believe, first and foremost, that the Bible is the Word of God. I believe it's inerrant. I believe it's inspired by the Holy Spirit, that it was written by the hands of man, but it was uh, scripted uh, by God himself, the Holy Spirit. So I believe. And so I believe every word in that Bible. And yet, uh, there's this lie out there, and I have to be the mythoclast to attack this lie, that if you believe in the Bible as it is written, that you're a xenophobe that you're a homophobe, uh, that you're misogynist. That, that is a lie uh, from the pit of hell. We see, beliefs are building blocks. And just like Nancy Pelosi can disagree with Donald Trump and swear to the God that she supposedly follows, that she hates nothing or nobody, and yet she can still want to destroy this man, still want to find everything about him, want to destroy his family, want to throw him in jail, but she doesn't hate. So shouldn't the other side get the same opportunity to believe in what they believe in? And the God of the Bible is the God of love. There's no hate in his heart at all. Uh, there's none at all. That's from the devil. So you got to realize that there's a lot of things out there that are lies that we accept as the truth. And everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And so you got to go the basis of your belief system. There's a lot of beliefs out there that are lies. We're, we're in this race war out there. And that is one of the, the silliest things I've ever heard. We hear all the time that, well, we, uh, monkeys are, have a 96% of the DNA of man or 98 or of this toad. Do you realize that every single human being is 99.9% .9 identical in their DNA? It's that little one-tenth of one percent that differentiates people. We're one race. It's called the human race. But then we cannot play identity politics. You must believe uh, in the lie that we're of different races. Otherwise, you cannot function with identity politics. We all want to love and be loved. I have a process in my training where I have circles and we look deep into people's souls. You stare in their souls. You're no more than six inches away. And I said, look at this person. Look in their soul, not of the, uh, the carbon-based life form, their vehicle on the outside. Quit judging people by things they had nothing to do with. But I said, look at the spirit. Look in their eyes. This is the living, breathing human being. This person has dreams and desires. They want to love and be loved. They want to know they can provide for their family. They want to be able to walk out in the street in safety. They want to be able to take care of their children and give them the best of everything. They want to know they matter. They want to know they're special, just like you do and just like I do. Abraham Maslow comes out with a hierarchy of needs. There's not 22 different hierarchies. One if your skin color is black, one if your skin color is white, one if your skin color is yellow, one if you come from a Muslim country, one if you come from... See, that is just nothing more than pitting people against each other. And remember, the party's got to get you angry, right? If you're not angry, you might not vote. So a lot of this is being sold off as lies. You know, one of the big lies out there with all these things called religion. I don't care whether you're talking about Catholicism or Islam or Mormonism or whatever it is. It's man's attempt to be good enough to, for God. If I do these 12 things, if I check all these boxes, then God will love me because I deserve to be loved. That is a lie from the pit of hell. And go back to, again, Genesis 10, you'll see, a, you'll, you'll read about a Nimrod. You would never name anybody Nimrod today. Why? Because it's an insult. 
And he was the first leader of Babylon. He was the builder of the Tower of Babel. He was the first one that said, hey, I'm going to show God I'm good enough for him. And so well, that's a big lie. You can't be good enough for God. We all fall short of the glory of God, we're told. That only by grace alone and faith alone and Christ alone can any of us. One of the big lies out there is about in Islam. You know that Islam and, uh, and Christians are against each other. Read the book. I've got copies of the, uh, of the, the, the Quran. I study it. It tells the, the people of the Quran to, if they're, not, if they're confused about the science, seek out people the previous books. They're talking about seeking for Christians. The Quran says that Christians can be your best friend. But see, no one's afraid to deal with the truth. It's a lot easier to function in lies because it stirs people up. It makes them angry. And as a leader, we got to know the truth. Jesus Christ said the truth will set you free. But Charles Garfield said, but first, it's going to make you miserable. But the good news is, joy comes in the morning. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction. We'll be back in three minutes. Why don't you say something righteous and hopeful for a change? What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Business 1440 brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own online trading academy, Investing for Success, and the King Banyan Show. Get real-time market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving. Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things changed the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home. It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Somebody clap your hands. Yes. Well, it's time. Time to bring some joy, y'all. Amen. The time is now to bring some joy. And the key with that joy thing is you got to know what you believe. You got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. You know, those are existential questions. And those existential beliefs carry us through so much. 
Remember, the beliefs are the foundation for all things we do. Uh, I am Mr. Black. And if you just tune in, you go, what is this guy talking about? Well, this is Like It Matters Radio, where we're working to get your noodle working, get your noggin working. Uh, we're working to get you beyond opinion into some reality of science, the true beliefs. You know, this show, I incorporate it all, transactional analysis, neuro-linguistic programming. I'm a teacher of leadership training for 30 years at likeitmatters.net. Multiple intelligence with Dr. Howard Gardner at Harvard. Uh, logotherapy, Dr. Victor Frankel. Uh, constant never-ending improvement, Dr. Edwards Deming. Uh, emotional intelligence, Dr. Goldman. Uh, epigenetics, Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Bruce Lipton. And I wrap it up in the Word of God because I believe. Did you hear it? See, in my training, I believe that when you can learn uh, how to speak from the heart to a group of people, then your ability to connect one-on-one with a fellow human being is greatly enhanced. That's why in my training, I use public speaking. The number one fear in the world is a battering ram to push through other fears. See, I believe that when you can learn how to create pictures, words, and feelings in your mind's eye, it's the same exact skill set needed to change those that don't serve you well because we are unconscious creatures. 95 to 97% of our life is functioning at the unconscious level. And, boy, you got to understand this. And so you got to understand what's true. What do you believe? And what do you believe enough to put your life on the line? It's the beliefs that we have that dictate so many other things. And you act as if. Remember, no one responds to reality. No one responds to truth. We respond to our our map of reality, what we believe to be true, because we act as if. Let me give you an example. See, my class is really tough, really tough. It's the toughest training most people ever do. Again, you go to likeitmatters.net to read up about it. And so there's a lot of failure in my class. I have a high bar. And so I get successful people from all walks of life, all income levels that are used to leading, used to being the best of the best. And in my class, they hear on a regular basis, you failed this. You chose to fail this process. Add those things to your next speech, step over line, and you would choose to pass yourself. But you're good enough. It's not acceptable in here. But understand this. Because I get some people that come in my training. Uh, after they hear that once or twice, they, they kind of give up. They stop pushing themselves. My goal is to see how far they're willing to push themselves in two days. To quit accepting good enough. To raise the bar. To want it so bad. What do you want so bad? that you're willing to be uncomfortable for two days? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk like looking a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to confront your fears and your doubts and overcome them? But if that person believes that if everything I put in front of them, they're going to fail, think about that one belief system. If they go into my class because they're used to being in charge, they're used to leading, they're used to being successful and everything, and in my class, they don't. So if they adopt the belief system that no matter what I do, he's going to fail me. How do you think they're going to do? Do you see that one belief system right there? And I address it early in my training. They say, well, let me address one of the lies. See, that's what a mythoclast does. A mythoclast is a destroyer, debunker of lies. And there's a lot of lies out there that we take as the truth. And why do you think there's the, 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 the religious fights? Why do you think uh, many in the radical Islam want to kill Christians? And yet, if you read their book, and I do, it tells them the opposite, that Christians can be their best friend. Uh, matter of fact, there are 94 ayats, verses, about Isa al-Masir, Jesus the Messiah, in the Quran. I can talk to my cousins who, who walk in the faith of Islam a lot easier than my Jewish brethren about Jesus. And why is there such uh, consternation, conflict between Muslims and Christians, towards Christians? Because of what Muslim, Muslims believe. Muslims believe that Christians believe uh, in multi-gods. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They think we're polytheistic. We're not. Three separate, but one. We believe in one God. God said, I am one. Uh, Muslims believe uh, that, that we believe that God came down in the form of Christ and, uh, or God came down and fornicated with a woman because that's what they believe, the son of God. Oh, my gosh. How could you believe that? That's blasphemy. That's not what we believe at all. But they believe we believe. You got to get this. 
a lot of Muslims around the world believe that anything that they see from America, because we're, quote, a Christian nation, that that's what we, Christianity is pornography, walk around with half your clothes off, using the F word, doing all this stuff like Madonna. They see Madonna. I mean, trust me, if you haven't traveled this world, you'll understand why some of the world don't like us. Look at what we export to the world through our TV sets. Oh, American TV is big around the world. And a lot of it's pornographic, soft porn. A lot of it is really, I, I can't watch it as a man of God. I used to, but it just it's too incongruent now. And so no one's responding to reality. They respond to the map reality. I mean, look at the lies, the myths about our founding fathers that we were not a Christian country. That is such a lie from the pit of hell. I think all the founding fathers, maybe there's maybe one missing or two, all believed in the God of the Bible. Now, some of them were what's called deist. Deist. What a deist believes, believes in a God and believes in a God who presses the play button. And then is not actively involved in the minutia of life. Now, if you read the good book, you know that's not true at all. God says, I have prepared for you in advance good works for you to walk through. Uh, God's done all. He knew us before we were. It's all laid out for us. All we got to do is have faith to walk through it. You know, one of the big myths is this separation of church and state. That Thomas Jefferson created. No, what Thomas Jefferson said, uh, sent a letter to a Baptist organization. And talked about this wall, this, quote, separation of church and state. The separation of church and state was a doctrine that prevented government from dictating to us our religion, from keeping the government from making a national religion. Because the one group of people that God attacked all the time when he was incarnate as Jesus Christ was religious people. Man's attempt to be good enough for God. It's works of the flesh. And God's appalled by that. So there is a separation of church and state, but it's what God, what the government cannot do to man. And now we've twisted around to make it to where you can't say Jesus, or you can't do this, or you can't do that. You can, you can pray in the name of Allah. I mean, read the Quran. Jesus Christ is elevated to a statue, I believe, above Muhammad, or at least equal to Muhammad. Jesus is called a, a breath from Allah. Jesus is called a station of Allah. Jesus is called the word from Allah. See, the truth will set you free if you can apply it. It's just that. And I'm going to tell you right now, we have a lot of beliefs in our personal life that aren't serving us well. Remember, we act as if. We have these, these CDs playing. You know, that I can't do this. I can't do that. It's what I call verbal traps. I can't handle this. I'm all thumbs. Computers make me crazy. I can never remember names. It's going to be one of those days. It's not fair. Nothing ever, life's not fair to me. No one ever gives me a break. Don't you hear? Those are called belief systems. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. We've got to scratch those CDs, ladies and gentlemen. Because when you scratch a CD, homie don't play that, right? Homie don't play that. That's right. You got to tell him. And you know what? Some of you have been playing a lot longer. You got some vinyl going on. You got to break that LP. Yeah, and I hate to date some of you, but I got a, a broad group of listeners. Some of you, you got an 8-track playing. <laughs> you got to pull on that 8-track because no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. And that's why I teach people how to reframe. And then we got stuff that's happened more than once. We've got supporting data, and they become blocks to leadership. You know, fear of risking, because every time I've taken a risk in the past, I've failed, so now I have a fear of risking. It becomes a wall. It becomes a permanent structure that holds us back. Lack of commitment. You know, rescuer, victim, indecisiveness, fear of failure. These are things I work with with leaders. Uh, people being closed-minded, critical, lack of focus. These are some of the top leadership blocks in the world. Wanting to be liked. Low self-worth, low self-esteem, focusing on problems, c controlling versus empowering, having to work hard, having to be perfect. These are walls. These are what's happened, uh, belief systems that have created a structure that now it's a stronghold. And so as a leader, we've got to confront what we believe to be true. Check it. Question it. Man, you see these people, these rabid Democrats uh, going on. 
I mean, Nadler, like, oh my gosh, we gotta do this now. We gotta do this now. Play that clip from Nadler, please. We cannot rely on an election to solve our problems when the president threatens the very integrity of that election. Yeah, I don't Isn't do that off for them negative wave. Yeah, stunning. He got election almost stolen from him. There was an insurance policy in place to destroy him if he made it through it. And yet, he's saying his belief is that Donald Trump is going to throw the election. But yet, Hillary Clinton did that. You look at the survey uh, on Facebook, and they said, I listened to a liberal professor who's not a Trump supporter, uh, did not vote for Trump. He said that his last election in 18, probably because of the hidden uh, things that Facebook did, probably 15 to 20 million votes went from Donald Trump uh, to the other side. Obviously, and the Hillary Clinton's thing, it was 5 to 10 million. In this election 16, 5 to 10 million people were, would have voted for Donald Trump because of what Facebook did behind the scenes went to her. So you got to deal with the truth. Just because people says it so doesn't make it so. Just because you're at McDonald's doesn't make you a Big Mac. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. I'm just giving you life and you're giving me life. And I'm saying that men can live together without butchering one another. It's sad that governments are achieved by the double tongues. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Happy holidays from your friends at Cash Call Mortgage. While other companies are trying to get you to spend money this time of year, at Cash Call Mortgage, we encourage our customers to save money by refinancing and lowering their monthly mortgage interest rate. Imagine that, saving money during the holidays instead of spending it. At Cash Call Mortgage, we like that idea and offer low interest rates to back it up. So if you have an interest rate higher than 2.99%, give us a call to see if we can lower your monthly mortgage payment and save you money. And because we're a direct lender, we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. The holidays are coming fast, so get the extra cash you need now with a mortgage refi from Cash Call Mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, call Cash Call Mortgage at 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. There is no serious person out there who would suggest somehow that you could even you could even rig America's elections in part because they're so decentralized 
and the numbers of votes involved. There's no evidence that that has happened in the past or that there are instances in which that will happen this time. And so uh, I'd advise Mr. Trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes. And if he got the most votes, then it would be my expectation of Hillary Clinton to offer a gracious concession speech and pledge to work with him in order to make sure that the American people benefit from an effective government. Wow. So powerful. Uh, you know, and I remember uh, Barack Obama. And, you know, if I ever get a chance to meet him, I will probably owe him an apology because, again, when the tables are turned, it makes a lot more sense. You know, I was not a big Barack Obama fan. I just don't think uh, a lot of things he said did. He His IRS attacked me, almost destroyed my life. And, boy, that's yes. probably not unconstitutional. But, uh, you know, but uh, I, I disrespected him. And, uh, you know, God put him in power just like he put Donald Trump in power. And I'd say sometimes that uh, he wasn't my president. That, I was absolutely wrong for that. Absolutely wrong for that. Uh, I wish I'd go back and change that. I can't. Uh, but I can at least publicly say I was wrong. Uh, I was disrespectful, and God tells us to honor the authority that he put in front of him, uh, in front of us, and it's all picked. Uh, God's in control here. And so uh, just like that, and they hated that when people said that, but now they've just destroyed this man because no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our personal map of reality. You know, that happens a lot uh, uh, biblically, scripturally. There's a lot of people who don't believe in God who want to use the Bible uh, to beat people over the head. You know, where they use their faith when it's uh, convenient. Just like Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to hear anything about her faith when we're talking about abortion. Uh, Catholics don't believe in abortion. They believe it's murder. Uh, but, yeah, bring that up to uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi when she's talking about uh, uh, hate. Oh, I don't hate anybody. How dare you challenge my Catholic faith? Okay, well, your Catholic faith says that you shall not take a life that all life has value. I mean, today... Uh, if, if we hear black lives matter, I do believe black lives matter. I believe all lives matter. But if you say all lives matter, somehow uh, you're negating black lives. How? Don't you know anything about logic? In the subset of all life, you could have in the set of all life, let's just say there's a big set called all life, anything that has life. In there you could put plants. Uh, you could put animals. Right? Because plants live on a physical plane. Animals live on a physical and a uh, social plane where they can think and all that. Plants don't have brains. And then you have people who live on a physical, uh, a social, uh, mental, and a spiritual level. Right? So we have different levels we live in. So if you took it, the set called All Life. I'm just being logic here. I know some of you hate logic. You'd rather be emotional. Remember, I teach emotional intelligence. Get emotionally charged, but at least logically reason it. So in all life, if you had to separate skin color, which I don't believe because I believe we're all one race, the human race, you would have black life. You would have Caucasian life. You would have maybe Asian life. I don't know what the – I'm not good at separating out people like some of you are. I believe we're more similar than we are different. And so in that set called life, all life matters. Black lives matter. Blue lives matter. Our law enforcement agencies being attacked, they're being slaughtered. They're being shot at like a, like a little game. And there should be some righteous anger. And look at what happened in, in Jersey City. With all this hatred, the, the hate about the Jews. And people, you got to realize this, the Jews have always been hated. Uh, and it goes back to the Bible. It's all biblical. Uh, they stumbly stum- They stumbled on Jesus. And there's a little separate from God right now. But they're still his people. He will bring them back in the fold. That's what the, the great tribulation is all about. Dealing with the curse on the earth and then dealing with the Jews. But those of us who know the good work, the, the, those that are gods, that are the church, we won't be here when that happens. We won't be uh, uh, up and above. And so, again, you don't need to agree with me. Please hear this. I am not one of those radio show hosts that thinks I got it all figured out. They're my beliefs. And nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. Why do I keep saying this? Because you got to be a mythoclast. 
you got to be a destroyer, a debunker of myths. And that is one of the big myths. People don't need to all agree on everything. But we can treat each other with respect. That's the key. We can treat each other with respect and give someone a logical explanation. And I'm going to tell you this. As you start challenging your beliefs, this is what I've learned over the years. I told you I just apologized to Barack Obama. Because my beliefs that justified me talking down to him, disrespecting him, I've challenged those beliefs. I took a look at those and said, do those beliefs get me close to the truth or farther away from the truth? And God says that we're supposed to love the sinner and hate the sin. I'm just telling you. I am not homophobic. Some of my good friends uh, are, are, are believe in homosexual marriage, uh, all that. Uh, again, I, I just know what the Bible says. And the Bible says what is sin. And sin's nothing more than an archery term. It means to miss the mark. But sin does offend God. And we're all fall short of the glory of God. That's why we're all sinners. And we don't, uh, you know, we're not sinners because we sin. We, we sin because we're sinners. But you got to realize there's a lot of things out there that are not true. I can disagree with someone like, like Nancy Pelosi said. So can you. That just because I disagree with the president, and I think he's a scumbag, I think he calls him all kinds of names, I don't hate him. Well, the Bible's pretty clear that... We all fall short of the glory of God. The Bible is pretty clear that we're all sinners. No, no, not one is good. The Bible is clear that our heart is wicked beyond repair. I mean, God actually destroyed the world minus eight people. He was so put off by the evilness of man's heart and his thinking all the time of evil things. And so I always tell the people this. When uh, my, my friends who believe in the homosexual lifestyle, I said, listen, your, uh, your sin is between you and God. My sin is between me and God. We don't need to get in the middle of other people's sin. That's between them and God. Get out of there. You're not God. Stop that. And God says he requires perfection. He says if you've broken one of my commandments, you've broken them all. So we, he requires perfection. And we were given the Ten Commandments so that we could realize that not one of us can keep it. There has never been a single person, minus Jesus Christ, who's ever kept the Ten Commandments. Paul even said as I got closer to God, I saw more how filthy I was. If you have this white shirt that you've had for years and you love it's your favorite shirt, it comes from the cleaners and it looks white, you won't know how dungy it is until you buy a brand new white shirt, take out the wrapper and then lay it right next to it. You can't really see how dirty something is until you put it right next to something that's really clean. You can't identify a lie unless you know what the truth is. And so to God, all sin is the same. If you lie to somebody... Or he kills somebody. To God, it's all the same. Now, your consequences on this planet are much different. Don't get me wrong. Much different. We're ambassadors in chains. We're foreigners in a foreign land. So the consequence on this planet is different. But to God, he says perfection. He says perfection. And so I don't believe that someone who uh, is sharing their bed with a person of the same sex is any more guilty than someone who's sharing their bed, who they're not married to, of the different sex. So I just want you to know, you got to understand the truth. But the difference is, to make me go and say, well, do you believe in the Bible? Yes, the Bible clearly says a man shall not lay with another man like he lays with a woman. And one of the big lies out there is the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New Testament are different gods. No, they're not. The Old Testament points to a Redeemer. That's why we were given the Ten Commandments, to show us that we could not keep those on our own. That we need a redeemer. We needed someone to stand in our place. And that's why I follow Jesus Christ. I love to talk about things of God. I study the Quran. I study the Torah. I love the Old Testament. Love the Old Testament. It tells us so many things. It's all about prophecy. There's over 300 prophecies written thousands of years before, hundreds of years before, about Jesus that when he came, he fulfilled. That's what the book's about. <laughs> and so they're the same God. And we need to have some of those godly qualities. And the greatest quality of God is mercy, forgiveness, long-suffering. Come on, listeners. Let's be more like God. Let's have forgiveness. Let's have mercy. Let's turn the other cheek. Let's give people the benefit of the doubt. What's lacking today is understanding. That's why I want you to listen to this radio show. Let me expand your understanding. Because if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship.
That's why my producer and I love to do what we do. We believe in people. We believe in God. Uh, we believe that we can make an impact to make this world a bit different. Join us for an hour a day on this radio show so that you too can help make a bigger impact on this world. I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio show. I'm helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Why don't you dig how beautiful it is out here? You're unbearably naive. This time of year, you're bombarded with commercials from jewelry stores talking about incredible prices and amazing selections. But you know what word you never hear? Quality. Why? Because jewelry store chains and jewelers at the mall aren't about quality. At Wicks and Jewelers, quality is a word they live by every day. In fact, their stellar reputation was built on it. From their incredible collections of diamonds and gemstones to their exclusive timepieces, everything at Wixen is of the highest caliber and designed to last a lifetime. Give her a gift that she can wear forever. A gift from Wixen Jewelers Bloomington. This soldier greeting is brought to you by Snelling Heating, keeping homeowners warm and comfortable for over 85 years. My name is Master Sergeant Mark Melkert. Just want to say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to my sons, James, Luke, and Sam, and to my beautiful wife, Cassie. I love you guys. I miss you all. Snelling Heating is proud to salute our soldiers serving to keep us safe this holiday. At Snelling, they work 24-7 to keep you and your family warm on our cold Minnesota nights. Be sure your family is safe this holiday by scheduling a 21-point furnace checkup today at Snelling Company. Ringing Liberty 